this next section, we're going to talk about uh, making sure that we close the deal. And you'll, you'll see that remark there, ask for the sell. When we, when we deal with customers too often is we've gone through this whole great big long process and step to build this relationship, resolve their concerns and share our knowledge and our product to make sure that they understand what it is. So often we forget to actually just ask for the sell. Um, and we find that uh, many people I work have worked with over the years, they try to do it with a soft close. And sometimes that's okay, but generally it's not. So, so don't forget to ask for that sell. And let me explain the difference between that hard ask and a soft ask and maybe some appropriate things on a soft ask that would make sense. So um, a hard ask is literally just, hey, um, come up to the cash register and we can get this purchase taken care of for you. We're asking directly for that sell. Now, some appropriate soft sales um, are things like, uh, hey, can we get that wrapped up for you today? Or can we, hey, when's a good time to deliver it? Okay, so we're, we're encouraging them to take the next step without actually saying, hey, um, are you ready to buy? So there are some soft approaches to closing the sale that, that are effective. But generally, I, I say, look, unless you are really good at a soft sale, just ask for the sale. You know, close it. So one of the tools that I uh, really like to use to make sure that I'm doing a hard ask as opposed to a soft ask is the hard ask always gives them the opportunity to say yes or no. The soft leaves it hanging out there. So if I put something out there and say, you really like this painting, don't you? Yeah, I really like this painting. There's no yes or no opportunity of, you know, the, the, the correct thing would be, do you want to buy this piece of art now? Is this something you are interested in? That's a very direct ask. And we feel uncomfortable making these direct asks, but here's the crazy thing. Think about times where it's been done right and it's been done wrong with you. You know, when has someone asked you something and you're just like, Ugh, I just feel kind of creeped out a little bit, like you're super pushy, uh, you're in my face, I, I feel like I have to lie to you. You know, if, if you're ever creating this type of, uh, you know, th- this type of scenario where the customer is feeling obligated to lie or to say something that they really don't want to say, you're, you're, you're screwing up, you're pushing that pendulum way too far on the other side. But you do need to give them the opportunity because it's just as bad to skip out on that opportunity as to push too far. If you're, you know, if they are interested and you're humming and hawing and, you know, I, I, I see this happen in restaurants where the uh, waiter forgets to ask, would you like dessert? And they come up and they've got the check in hand and they're handing you the check and they're just like, oh, I forgot to see if you wanted to see the dessert menu. That's a soft ask that never goes through. And, you know, I've had times I've gone out to dinner. They've done that to us and we'll pay the check. And then the people that we're with will say, hey, you guys want to go grab dessert somewhere else just because they failed to actually give us an ask. We would have got dessert there, but they already had the check in hand walking up. Oh, did you want to see the dessert menu? Uh, no, that's that's soft. So the difference between a solid ask and a weak ask is to determine whether or not they have an opportunity to say yes or no, and they want that opportunity. They want to be able to make a decision for themselves. And 
I think with this, uh, you know, I, I want to uh, take just one second and and talk about something with uh, closing the sale. And that is that we've shifted a little bit the distinction between the customer relationship with you and the customer. So up to this point, you've been trying to accommodate the customer. You're trying to resolve concerns. You're trying to understand their needs. You're trying to provide value to them. Everything has been, you know, centric on them. Now, all of a sudden, the relationship is going to switch a little bit and it's going to pivot toward you. So what I want to point out here is I want to point out that in any healthy relationship, there's give and take. If you're constantly just trying to push everything on the customer, make sure the customer's happy, make sure the customer's taken care of, and there's never actually any engagement with the customer with you, you've got a weak relationship. And we're going to talk about this uh, when we get to that sustain the relationship. We'll go into this in a little bit more depth. But I want to point it out now, you know, because, again, the whole idea that this training builds on itself is this is the moment where you're starting to put some foundational principles in place of how to sustain that relationship. And, and the rule of thumb as you go through this process is that if I've built those relationships of trust, I've gone through their needs, I made sure we showed value, I resolved any concerns and other issues that came up, this should just be a natural part of the process of closing the sale. It shouldn't feel as if it, there's an awkwardness there because we've done all those other steps that have led up to this. So keep that in mind as you go through uh, that question. If, if you're finding that you're trying to some of your questions feel like you're forcing it, then that generally means, okay, we need to also step back and make sure our employees understand these other steps or we need to make sure we understand these other steps so that we go through that natural flow.